WDBM East Lansing, you are listening to Spartan Red Zone, the student voice of Michigan State football. This is the source for the best analysis, updates, and much more for Spartan football. back to SRC Season 7, Episode 4. We're back again. I'm just going to say we're back every week because it's the easiest transition into the show from the theme song. You got to get a new theme song, too. I don't I, I don't want... You guys, have you guys heard the theme song yet, Joe? I've not. It's a little dated. You might need to get a little yeah. newer music on the... I don't know. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Good Keep thought. Keep it fresh. Ryan Collins here in the host here with Alex McCray, Joe Danger, and Eric Bach. Aiden will be joining us soon, but... He's got RA stuff he's got to do, so he'll, he'll be here for the pits, I guarantee it. Slash, I don't know, since he did, hadn't been to answer my text. But hey, we'll hey see. we're moving we'll on. See. But we got some college football to talk about, boys. Can't wait. Good weekend. Very good weekend. Oh, man. Any I, weekend with football oh, is a good weekend. No, facts. That's Until, facts. hey, well, this weekend, even better. Yeah, yeah. Better games this weekend. The NFL. Yeah. Thursday. Uh, the... NFL 100, man. Uh-oh. Do you guys like the NFL 100 logo? Because I think it's sick. I mean, I, I think it's kind of corny, like in the middle of the jersey. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of nice. I, 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 I don't I, hate I, it. I'm a, I'm a fan of the just the shield. Oh, you're, you're a shield guy? Yeah. Protect the shield? Mm-hmm. But moving on to college football this weekend, a lot of good moments. Bo Nitz, Auburn. I had Oregon. I bet Oregon. I was not happy about that ending. But, I mean, you, you can't – that's pretty cool for a guy who basically grew up an Auburn fan, was at the national champ, championship – rooting on Cam Newton and all that stuff to make a play like that in uh, Jerry's world. That was pretty cool. What what were your guys' favorite moments of the weekend? Oh, it's got to be. there. Okay, there's two there, that I mean, really stick out I to mean, me. I mean, we're all going to talk about you, Hugh you Freeze. Eat, everyone gets one, Joe. Okay. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> talk about a game, a player, whatever. Okay, and the Stuart Mandel tweets that nah. you were talking about before this, that – okay, sorry. I, I think, think we – honestly, I, I'm just going to get this off my chest. We should just leave Hugh Freeze out of it because I think that's everyone's favorite this week. It was so funny. It yeah. was, like – Okay. Especially the it history was. of Hugh Freeze. Like, yeah, just, just everything not, is just hilarious. Not the best guy. I mean, my, I, I the, the, had his own funeral, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean – did he? Did they ever find out? Was he soliciting strippers for his players? Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, yes. Is yeah. that? Is that? What, like, how do you get <laughs> yeah. a job? Because liberty, does liberty have liberty. no morals? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they at, like to think they do. Liberty's the FCS, time, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an FCS school. At, at the same time, Ole Miss probably knew that was going on, and they didn't care. And then yeah, they just got taught. They, they like, beat yeah, Alabama, yeah, so they're yeah, like, you yeah, can yeah, stay. yeah. They're like, oh, we let half the team from like East Mississippi on our team anyway. We might yeah. as well just solicit hookers for our team whatever might as well i mean but joe sorry i cut you off other than that um, it's I, gotta I don't be know if I, took yours. I mean this might be a cliche but i thought i my favorite moment had to have been the kicker from nevada the kick to kicker from nevada freshman not on scholarship beat purdue yep hits the game-winning kick 34 31 to beat purdue and 
after the game, gets a scholarship from the head coach in the locker room and the game ball. And man, that was that was awesome. Just just the the locker room atmosphere that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, pretty cool. Yeah. Bach, what do you what do you think? <laughs> well, um, we already talked about Hugh Freeze. Yeah, did I steal yours? Well, I feel Dandron like was... kind of stole it first. Yeah, no, but my favorite moment was Tennessee losing. Yeah, that was cool. You always uh, like to see Tennessee. That. You know, with the whole debacle, they the fan base basically made the coaching hire. Yeah. Um. You know, Jeremy Pruitt is a Saban disciple that so far has miserably failed in Knoxville. Yeah. And they're just. I, I love it when bad things happen to bad people. Yes. And that's exactly what is happening <laughs> I in Knoxville. That far. I don't know. You got somebody that's Tennessee? That, yeah, well, no, it's I don't, know I don't have anything people. personally against Tennessee, but just the way that their fan base acts is ludicrous to me. Yeah, just from I, what I've seen, like from Tennessee's I, fan base is one of the most toxic oh my God. fan bases out yes. of all sports. It's not worse just than college football. It, it's it's same, probably but just it's a little different. Yeah, I mean, Michigan actually is like good at football, and Tennessee stinks every year. So, yeah. well, yeah. So, yeah, seeing yeah, those te- people, yeah. so seeing them with a egg on their face was good. Was fun for me. I love the people that tweet out like how much money Georgia State got to go there. I'm like, that happens every week. I mean, like, wasn't it like 1.3 million dollars yeah, or something yeah. like that? I saw 950k, yeah. but Not, yeah, it was something like that. It was know. it was around a million, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. chump change in the SEC. Um, for me, the the best moment of the weekend was uh, Florida State blowing a lead to Boise. Mm. That was oh, that was awesome. Bad people. I'm a, I'm a big yeah, actually big Boise State fan. Been a huge Boise State fan ever since uh, Jared Zabransky back in the day. Wow, what a name! I know. And uh, so watching them go down to uh, Tallahassee and beat Florida State was pretty awesome. Was Zabransky the quarterback with Kellen Johnson? I th- Ian. Ian Johnson. Yeah, Ian Thank Johnson. You, he was the Statue of Liberty guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, redhead, the redhead guy that was on NCAA football? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. cool. Beat Adrian Peterson in the Fiesta Bowl. Remember that? Like, who's awesome the, the hook and ladder? Best yep. Fiesta Bowl I ever watched. Favorite moment of the weekend? I, I, would, I was going to say that Boise game just for the fact that Boise quarterback, that true freshman, oh my God. was getting murdered every play. And I, I don't know how – I first of all, Whoever's the equipment manager needed to get that guy a new helmet. It was yeah. flying off every play, every play. It was right. I, I, yeah, no, it was it was insane. But uh, I can't. My favorite moment of the weekend. I I like the Oklahoma Houston game. I thought it was like, I I thought it was really funny in the first half. Everyone yeah. thought Oklahoma had a defense and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. And also, I Lincoln Riley definitely got hair plugs. Is that just me? <laughs> He's always wearing a visor. Anyways. No, but like, yeah, no, I don't care if you're going bald. But he was, he was definitely a little more barren up there last there, year. There, he got hair plugs. There's I something, swear. there's well, something about college football coaches and their hair, especially, especially Saban's, in the Big Twelve. Saban's yeah. hair, Mike, Le- uh, Mike Leach. Yeah. Um. Actually, no, Mike Gundy. That's the name. That's, I'm oh, dude, that guy's awesome. Though. Leach Gundy. The mulleted. Yes. The mullet of Stillwater. How about <laughs> S- Saban's oh, like from like Toledo, Ohio? I d- don't fat check me. I don't know if he actually is from Toledo, Ohio. And now he has a full southern. He's from accent. West Virginia. He's from West Virginia. Yeah. Oh, that explains the accent. Well. Yeah, but West Virginia. Yeah, West, I, oh, West no, Virginia. Saban's accent is. Deep. I. He says that a lot. I. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Let me tell you, folks. Um, Saban's a bum. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I love people who are getting so excited about this uh, Saban Belichick. Oh, my uh, God. I was about to say that. I'm one of those people. You're really excited. They're the most boring people ever. If they're just talking to each other, is it really going to be that interesting? Saban's a lot more interesting than Belichick. Yeah, yeah, I would say. I would agree with that. 
Belichick is very like yeah. just I'm, I feel like Belichick relaxed though is pretty like off the cuff funny. Yeah. That yes, I feel like he I feel he's really funny. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of things that might be uninteresting to talk about, the Michigan State Tulsa game this weekend. <laughs> Good transition. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm a pro. What can I say? But uh, 28 to seven Spartans methodical victory against Tulsa. Mm, that's you guys one way were, to put you it. You guys were all covering it this weekend. Yep. What did, What did you guys see? I, I, I'm gonna drop a few stats before you guys talk. Brian Lewerke going 21th for 37 for 192 yards, one TD. Spartans ran for 108 yards and feel like it since they only had 2.7 yards per carry. How much of that was on scrambles? They, I, a lot. I didn't do that much research, but, I mean, Connor Hayward got 15 carries, 43 yards. So Darius Jefferson and Elijah Collins both got eight to seven carries. They combined for 68 rushing yards, all three running backs. Sheesh. Yikes. Not good. I was Not trying to find good. that stat, and yeah. I couldn't find that, but thank you. This is why, this is why we got four and five hosts. <laughs> But uh, Daryl Stewart sits catches for 56 yards. Defense was dominant. Kenny Wilkes, seven tackles, one and a half sacks, two recovered fumbles. Antoine Simmons with six tackles, one sack, minus 73 rushing yards. I mean, it, the defense was what we expected it was going to be. But what were your guys' takeaways since you guys were at the game? Well, mine was just inherently kind of negative. Just negative? I mean, you, you, look at, you look at the uh, the You listen offense. to the halftime show. Oh, correct. oh it, man. The the offense just looks completely out of out of sorts. Brian Lewerke's out here throwing off his back foot because he doesn't have any time to do anything because the offensive line isn't blocking, and because the offensive line isn't blocking, there's no running game, and because there's no running game, the wideouts aren't able to get any kind of separation. It's really just a complete mess on the offensive side of the ball right now, and it really just all starts it out at that offensive line. And I know it's been hitting, uh, been hit a lot home with this uh you know this media cycle over the last week but i the offensive line absolutely has to step up did they say what to happened anything. to Akura? because he didn't play he was projected to start at left tackle they don't talk about injuries Und- unless no. they're season i won't talk about injuries that's what that's what that's what d'antonio said so year 13 we should know that by it's, now yeah, yeah but yeah. at the same time it's like i would say release a depth for the blink yeah they were exactly. they released a depth chart last wednesday and he was starting and then he just yeah all must have happened like, yeah. between then that was weird but what did you guys see i mean i for as good as the defense was last year it was surprising for me to see you know obviously they were so good last year statistically it was amazing yeah. for me to see this team literally speak what they in the offseason all they spoke about was creating turnovers becoming a team that creates turnovers and does things for the offense scoring the scoring the football and to see them actually do it speak it into existence like I said then that was that was the interesting thing for me this defense for as good as they were last year I had a hard time thinking that they could take it to an entirely another level and it looks like they have in terms of playmaking I I like the point you made there because people just be like, oh, defense is the same as usual. I, I didn't think it was the same as usual. I thought it was better. I think the defensive line is arguably the best D'Antonio's ever had. Yes. If they're, arguably. They, are, I mean, they had some really good ones with Will Golston, Marcus Rush, and then you had you had the lights of Lawrence Thomas in there, Joel Heath. All those guys were NFL players. But I, you, you think it's clearing away the best – defensive line he's had i mean there's i mean they're nasty i don't think they have the most depth but their starting four is unbelievable i wouldn't go as far as to say clear in a way the best but i think they're solidly the best yeah okay yeah and no to alex's point what i was talking about you know defensively it was they somehow exceeded expectations yep 
Um, that was Joe's point, but we to take Joe's credit. But. Okay, well, I don't like to give Joe credit for anything. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll um, take it. Thanks, yeah, we might appreciate it. Um, offensively, people that think that Brian Lewerke is the problem it's, with yeah, this offense yeah. are 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 dense. Like, good word. I, I mean, I could use a lot of other words, but you know, yeah. But that's the uh, FCC, FCC that we just got done talking <laughs> about, about meeting, our meeting. Though. Um, but I mean. Everything in football runs through the offensive line. Yep. You can't run, then that means they rush three guys and drop eight. Nobody can get open. As that was for sure Alex's point. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's the fact that they can't. And 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 it's not just on the offensive line. Do you think that what Hayward was 15 carries for 43 yards? Correct. Yep. Is that the number? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. And if. Le'Veon Bell had those same fifteen carries. How many yards does he run for? I I I hear you there, but at the same like I I think he probably goes for probably like seventy five yards. Like there's not there's not a lot of holes there. No, I know Le, Le'Veon was so patient, but you're right. I, I like, get your point. I, I do like Elijah Collins. Yes, I I think that was a big consensus. And too. they had a you he, know the offense he had a great run a touchdown called run back, called yeah. back on a. God awful holding penalty. Yeah, where Luke Campbell gets tackled by the defensive tackle and gets called for holding. Yeah, I remember the exact play. He got pushed into. Yeah, no, the defensive tackle wrapped pushed, him up and took yeah. him to the ground, and then Campbell yeah. got called for holding. So it was. I mean, it was just a miss. I mean, yeah. that yeah. that's going to happen. That, that's going to happen in the game. But it, you know, the off the uh, that offense needs no help from the officials or anything else to to set them back. Yeah, you know, Eric, I'm laughing because you just go. Oh. I if you're a Michigan State fan, you feel that with this offense. Yeah, you're like, really, this is what we what we saw. I I'm not also buying into negative. I'm usually I'm a not ne- either. I'm a negative guy usually. Yeah. But like watching Michigan State throughout the year's first week, you usually True. don't see what they actually run. But at the same time, you're the offensive line just didn't look good like no, at it, all. They were getting manhandled by three man rushes. Yeah, I mean, and you at, you can't have that. God forbid Michigan State Michigan State ran a, an RPO because then there was no chance that those offensive linemen were going to hold a block long enough for no. Brian Lewerke to pull a ball and then make an accurate decision. Yeah, good luck. It's not going to happen. I, yeah. at, at this point, if the, if the offensive line's just going to play like that, you need to drop every RPO from the playbook. Devontae like Dobbs coming soon? Question mark. I, if okay, he's, still, and, if he's and not I, starting, he's how, still not on a depth chart. I I, I want to talk. About, I want to talk about that because yeah. Dobbs. That is, I don't think. I think Devontae Dobbs is a talented player. I think I, he, he would be on the field though. Okay, Chewins is hurt too. We yeah. forget that. Mm-hmm. I no, and I understand. And Jar- 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 so. Jarvis is at left tackle now, uh, playing out of position. I get Jarvis is a guard. Uh, yeah, I get that. Right guard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I put, just putting Devontae Dobbs in is not going... I know you understand no, no, that it's not going to fix I'm the problem. I'm just posing a question. Yes. I'm not saying he's the answer. I don't. Nope. Under, do I understand why he's not listed on the depth chart? No, because he's a five-star. He's a kid who's talented. What can he... What can a guy like a backup at another position, like Arcuri at left tackle, um, what can he bring that Dobbs doesn't? You know, that's yeah. my thing. But the thing about that, though, I... Why wouldn't you even list him on the depth chart? That's I, because you should none give of the him a chance. Are. None of the freshmen are. I mean, they're... They they, should, you saw... Yeah. Anthony Williams is... He's and the you, only one. And no, the, and the, talking, the, on the offensive line. That's okay. Yeah. And you saw um, the wide receiver turned defensive... Defensive back turned Julian wide receiver. Barnett. Julian Barnett. He played. Yeah, 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 he did. He got exactly. a few snaps in. I, 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 one thing I want to talk about, too. One really big positive was the special teams. Oh, I, I mean, you have Art a, Barger was oh, awesome. Change in so numbers, Co- same so guy. So was Codlin. 
Mm-hmm. Cogman was good. He had like two forty yarders, I think, something in that yeah. range. Those weren't chip shots. Yeah, no, they weren't. And he made them by good margin. Like the you could the knock on Codlin is maybe he doesn't have the biggest lug, but like those are going through by like fifteen, twenty yards. I mean, if you can get a kicker who can consistently hit kicks within forty five yards, you I didn't even can know you really ask in the for college, that much more in yeah. college. Oh, absolutely no, no. not. I absolutely didn't even know not. he won Big Ten kicker of the year last year. Someone told me that. This is yeah, the really? most accurate kicker in the history of the school. Yeah. Um one, one thing, Ron Swanson, the goat. One thing I'll say about this team is, um, especially on the offensive line with Devontae Dobbs, as much as you can criticize guys like uh, Mark Antonio and Brad Salem as the offensive coordinator and head coach, I will always trust their ability to judge talent oh, of yeah. who should be on the field because – I mean, we don't see them every day in practice. Going we don't up see what against can, that yeah, defense. Yeah, we don't see what they do. So, you know, as much as you can criticize the scheme because that's something you'll see against other teams, not just, you know, in practice, when it comes to judging talent, I I, I can I still 100% trust this coaching staff to judge that. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. definitely. What player – because we, we go on, like, main takeaways and what everyone said. I'm not going to be too negative. I I was really surprised how good Jacob Ponishu's looked. The Ponishuk brothers have been very unsung heroes of this defense yeah. for Mike a Pon- while. Mike Ponishuk, I would agree with, because I think he was very productive last year and no one really talked about him. But Jacob Ponishuk was like, eh. I mean, he kind of feasted off the fact that Kenny Wilkes was getting doubles. But, but who, like, who wouldn't? No, really no. At that but point. I think, yeah. that, I mean, he slimmed down, and it, you can see it on the field. He's much faster, and, and, yeah. and that's going to cause major problems for offensive lines. One of, my, the time. one of my favorite stories about those guys is they'll speak Polish to each other on the defensive that's line awesome. to confuse the offensive linemen. That would just be Drive so, everyone nuts. So yeah, funny. I, oh, my gosh. That's great. I also will say this. I As much as Michigan State's offense didn't perform up to snuff with what people think, um, I think that also they weren't – I think certain positions weren't put in places to succeed either. I don't yeah, think that Cody White only I, got the ball twice. Yeah, and, dropped, and, and, and I get and though. I get yeah. and Antonio talked about that saying that he didn't run hard routes, whatever, but guys like you didn't why didn't you put Naylor on the outside, a guy who's got four three speed? Why don't yeah. you have him run streaks? What about Larice Nelson, a guy who saw more snaps in the second half? But also I don't think the wide receivers in general were put in good positions to succeed. They were given the ball on the outside and told to do something with it when they weren't getting blocking downfield. And that linebacking group of Tulsa was really good, and I think the defense of Tulsa was better than people give it credit mm-hmm. for, too. Well, I, I think, again, it will come back to the issue of the offensive line isn't allowing for a running game to get anything going, so the wideouts I, just are and always, I, always in coverage. And I get that, but zone. I think the Tulsa defense, for as bad as the offense played and putting the defense in such a bad spot, if you think about it, a couple of missed snaps, and it's a much different game. Yeah. Because that Tulsa defense was playing pretty well, and they were an experienced group. Eric, you and I talked about that before the game, and it during was, the game, yeah. yeah. And Edmiston, Zavon Williams, I think the other linebacker, yep. both and those Travis guys are, Gibson, the Travis defensive Gibson end was had phenomenal. a monster game. So, and that group, I think that front seven in general was much better than people gave it credit for. I have two things. One, the reason that I think this is the best defensive line in Michigan State under Mark D'Antonio is because of Jacob Ponishuk. He's the yeah. like the weak link of the four, of the starting four. Yep. Mike Ponishuk, Raekwon Williams, Willikis, and Jacob. Because his, you know, you're only as good as your weakest link, and he played phenomenally well in that first game. So if he is, you know, I think we can all agree that it would go Willikis, Williams, Mike Ponishuk, yep. Jake Ponishuk, Jake Ponishuk in, the, in like the pecking order. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, if... Jacob Ponishuk is playing at that level, then that defensive line is just 
is scary. And the second thing is I was totally, I was pretty fine with the play calling in the Tulsa game minus the down. There was not hardly any downfield shots with Naylor. Can we talk or about the fourth and one Rocky Lombardi yeah. sweep? That was the worst call. So, okay, yeah, that, so was that was so Michigan State like 2015 with more. Shout out to Eric Bach. Flu game. He's got a flu game for this podcast <laughs> yes, flu right game. now. Flu game. He's true. struggling. Try he's, get this man some ragweed season. Man. Yeah, he's yeah. get this guy some player then. But uh, <laughs> ragweed. I'm taking the. the I'm very confused with yeah, ragweed. What is ragweed. I heard weed and I got super it's, confused. It's uh, yeah. like. The thing that's in the air. Oh, it, is that? It gives people allergies at this time of year. It comes yeah. off. The, I'm going to act really smart fields. and talk to people. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's all the ragweed in here. It's ragweed that's, season. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I have to take the, the old liquid gel Zyrtex to Oof. keep myself no, but somewhat functional. Th- those anyway, things put in work, though. I'll sorry. You no, you're fine. At, like, going back to that, they did that with Damian Terry where they were like, oh, this guy has a little athletic ability. Yeah. Let's run him. Like that's that's a cool idea. If you're gonna go wildcat, which you shouldn't, because it's the dumbest like scheme ever. Yeah. It hasn't worked since Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams are using <laughs> in two thousand eight. So true. Like, but don't put Rocky. He's not throwing the ball in fourth and one. That's it. You're just giving away your play call. It's un. Or was, have him throw the ball. You no. Know, no. Yes. No. 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 Yes. Have him exactly. throw it a little. Pretend like you're doing no, it. And jump and pass. It. Tim something. Tebow jump pass. No. This is the thing. Michigan State will have Rocky Lombardi on a third and one, and it's Michigan, and he'll throw the ball, and it'll be the most obvious thing ever. Right, because that, that yeah, it's the most Michigan State thing. Pick they're six. like, they're <laughs> like, hey, we're gonna set this play up all year for the for the Michigan there, or yep, Ohio State, game. Game. and it's Brian, so uh, like the Rocky Tyler Lombardi o- will never throw the ball until that game. Oh, Tyler O'Connor's in the punt against Michigan. <laughs> I wonder what he's gonna do. I want Mark. Wow, you're really you're bad at threats, man. Like it, so, like some of the like. That's so stupid. That's like have some sort of brain. Like, like the drunk people in the student section are like, "Oh, we're running the ball." Like, uh, and I don't know. I di- I didn't get that. But I'm not gonna look too much into it because I, that game was never in question. He's not gonna look too much into it. Not, not I, I, as I. I'm not the result. I'm just gonna say I. Now give this offensive line another chance. D'Antonio called him out. He flat out just basically said the offense. Soft in the deep. How about that charade yesterday from D'Antonio? I didn't. Like, I didn't hear. Was he? How about him? Like totally. He, he was rattled. Wasn't totally, he? like Friday Night Lights. Coach calls a team out in front of the media. Good type. Like need, act. Hey, and of guess, course, and, 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 and you know it should happen. But and at practice later in the day, not a single offensive player spoke to the media. Good. Didn't don't deserve after it. practice. No, only Brad I, Salem came out. The rest of them went to the locker room. I think that's the first time D'Antonio's done that in the last like couple of years. I mean, last year, in I don't recent think Recent memory. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't really done that, like where he just basically called out a position group and said, these guys got to be tough. Well, it was well, so that, painfully that, obvious. Yeah. So last year, he had the injuries to blame on him. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, right. but I, I just, that game was never in question. Nope. Like, the, once Michigan State went up by like 10 or like, they, oh, you knew that it, it was over. Right. So I, I, I think D'Antonio knew that. I think they would have liked to seen the run the ball a little bit better than they did. But other than that, I'm not going to look too much into Lewerke. I, I Like you said, it's not his fault when the offensive line plays like that. It's, you, you just There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, other but, than other than a couple of overthrows and just, you know, off the, his who back he foot. is. Yeah, but yeah. he's going to overthrow a couple of guys a game. That's yeah. who yeah, Brian Lewerke is. And then he's going to make a couple of plays yeah, with his legs. And he's yeah. going to make... 
five unbelievable throws that only he can make. Yep. But so I, it's it's a give and a take. I I, I think the next take with the good with the bad. Yeah. The next and two weeks, next two weeks are going to tell you more about this team because I think they will be challenged this week as we get into that game a little bit later. And they're definitely Arizona State's better than what people think. I watched their first game. That freshman quarterback's not bad. So we'll, good the team. fighting yeah. Herms. Yeah, I love Herm Edwards. People give him so much craft for hiring him. Herm Edwards has actually done a decent job at Arizona State, but Michigan State was the only team that played in the Big Ten this week. A lot of things. I mean, the Big Ten is interesting to me this mm, year. Everyone for, was meh. Other you think than, so? Other than Wisconsin and Maryland, Penn State put up seventy nine this weekend. I don't care. Seventy nine. Josh Jackson at uh, Maryland. All oh, the tra- yeah. transfer from Tech. Awesome. Is that where who, he went? They played play? so like a, like a, a high school. Wait, team? that's they where Josh Jackson. I don't care. That's where Josh Jackson is. Yeah. Mike Lotsley, new head coach for Maryland. That's where he is. Yeah. Celine Grad. Shout out Luke Sloan. Oh yeah, he went to Celine. Wait, what? Yeah, Josh Atson, the guy from Vatek. Yeah, he's yeah, he's local. He's, yeah. he's local. Yeah, and Abba. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> what? I, that, I would. I mean, we all. I took South Florida to cover Wisconsin. N- never a game. Yikes. Never a game. Not even remotely close. I love how they missed a field goal at the end of the game too. That yeah, you hate to see that. But uh, Michigan, Nebraska kind of struggled early. Michigan, I people. I mean, Shea Patterson went was kind of hurt. I didn't really know what was going on. Uh, he got hurt before their, half. Their Dylan concern Mc... is the defense. Yeah, I, they yeah. have so much to replace on the defensive line in the front seven. Definitely. They definitely do. I hear you there, but I took a very interesting like little dive this weekend into uh, the Michigan Twitter sphere. Oh, boy. Pe- people are saying that Dylan McCaffrey should start over Shea Patterson. Dude. You know, I almost was one of those people. That. Joe, I, the resident of OSU fan, gives me a big thumbs up after that one. That is, I will about say, how I feel too. Hey, hey, hey. Every I'm college fan, college yes, football. Yeah, yeah, you are. But uh, every college football. Oh, and as Aiden Hunt enters the studio, what's up, Aiden? Yeah, wow, Aiden's bot took air. I mean, Aiden's usual spot, and he's not Sorry. happy about it. I was told to sit. He's here. gripping his. He's, he's gripping his headphones. I was told his teeth to sit here. Sorry, I was here, and then they the told me to move. Wow, this is this is this is this is going off the rails. This is hostile. This is also really bad radio, but I'm motioning Eric. Yeah, yeah. We we to to kick rocks and get out of my chair. But I mean, you look at the Aiden is now choking Eric. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's a this is a wild scene. I don't know how they get past this after this, but whatever. Uh, I will say this: every college football team's Twitter stinks. Like the the tates people have are the worst tates I've ever seen in my entire life. Like Michigan State, Michigan State Twitter stinks. I, I like, I don't want to hear David Harnes give his take on Michigan State football. Sorry, dude. So honestly, I I feel really bad after making Eric move. I probably should have just taken. That was. The, <laughs> I'm not. I I'm I feel not, like I'm in a Detroit sure. Tigers broadcast. Yeah, I know. I mean, actually, that's a that's a deep cut. That and now, I, hey, and I'm now, just gonna say, wait, Eric, Eric's microphone isn't even turned on. Is it not? Turn it on. McRae. <laughs> but uh this is just this is great radio right horrible now. This I, is headphone jack over here? yeah there is no headphone jack eric really got shafted there by aiden but i i will say this wow. rest in peace mario and rod they were fantastic <laughs> i even if they hated each other great great duo can you hear me now yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. eric's back loverly here here we go we're back but i like i don't need to hear your take about like oh Put in Rocky. Like, shut up. You're an idiot. 
Like, I don't want to hear... Like, that's just so stupid. The Twitter... I Like, Twitter fan bases are the worst. Collins is in rare form. Yeah, I, I... This is my... Fa- this, I've said it on the, like... ta- on the show many times before. My favorite version of Collins is when there's one little thing that sets him off, and oh. he just goes on for minutes. I, yeah. Don't even get him started on Andre Drummond. Okay, yeah. We're okay. not, we're, we're not going to talk not, about we're that We're not talking bum. about the We're not going to talk about that bum. But, uh... I, so, I mean, Maryland... Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Maryland. Josh Atson went there. Track. Yeah, but I, I'm not worried about Michigan. I would be a little bit worried about Nebraska. They didn't look very good. I think Michigan is one of those teams where they just like don't show you what they're doing, and their offense is slow pace. I mean, Nebraska was get a little off concerned. the Nebraska hype. I, train, I'm not folks. going to because I saw Scott Scott Frost walk out of the tunnel. I was like, I'll run for a, run through a wall for that guy because he just has a frame, as Aiden would say. Adrian Martinez was not good. Thumbs no, yeah, down. he did not play well. Not good. Uh, Purdue Glad sophomore slump. As Glad Joseph... I didn't put my money on him yeah. for the Heisman. Yeah, yeah. Third what? best odds? No, it was like seven, you, wasn't you it? Kidding me? No, I, it was like top five, I think. That's a joke. It was, I, the graphic, the ESPN graphic at the beginning of the Nebraska game said he was had the third best odds. I, I know Nebraska had like um. A lot of money bet on them for the national championship. Oh that's, and Martinez I mean, was thirteen of uh, he was thirteen to twenty two for one hundred seventy eight yards. No touchdowns. Eight point one. Yeah, no touchdowns and an interception. Thirty point nine QBR. Not uh, yeah. That's not, a Brian uh, the not suffice. Right there. Yeah, they they didn't look sharp. Uh, Purdue gives up a huge lead in Reno. Shout out to whoever Purdue's AD was when they scheduled that game. What a complete idiot. What do you what do you expect when you go to Reno at ten thirty on a Friday night? You're gonna lose that game ten times out of ten. Yep. It's just one of the it's it's just a weird game. Northwestern, most northwestern game of all time with Stanford. Northwestern loses week one, I think, majority of the time. And then but always talk about it. Yeah, yeah. No, and then they'll, they'll lose like they'll be like one and two and they'll be like, Oh, they ended up nine and three somehow. Yeah, I mean that also talks about how bad the West is, but that was an awful game. Atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Minnesota on Thursday night looked horrible too. I I don't hate Tanner Morgan in her offense, but other than that, I, I I would be out. I saw a couple people earlier talking about the Minnesota being a dark horse to make the Big Ten championship. No shot. No shot if you look like that against South Dakota State. But taking a wrap in the Big Ten, it, I, it, it's a deep league. Like we I, already. Do we? Do we? I don't see any love given. Oh, we put Penn State up at the very top. Yeah, sorry. Put it up seventy nine points. But that there, brings me to my little portion uh, yes. uh, of the show. Brandon Smith absolutely took out a guy during the Penn State uh, Idaho game. Frame and, of the week. And his teammate CJ Thorpe reacted by just dropping to his knees. Oh, I saw that. That was and cool. And so Brandon Smith and CJ Thorpe are the winners of the Joey Ellis Memorial Frame of the Week slash Powerhouse Joey Ellis. Frame of the week. Yes, we we still we're still working on the the, the, yeah, the award deal. name, but for right now, the Joey Alice Memorial Frame we, of the Week. Congratulations to Brandon Smith. And I know I know we don't get Penn ads, State. but if we get the ad, we're all gonna come out in powerhouse stringer tanks and take a picture every week of the picture of the guy. Yes, I think that's I think that's a great idea. But I, I the Big Ten this week is more interesting than it was last week. I think they have the best slated games. I, you get Iowa Rutgers who start off conference play, which is eh, who cares? I just had to mention it. But you have Maryland, who hosts former ACC foes, Syracuse. Dino coming into town. OSU plays in-state rival Cincy. Purdue tries to bounce back to home in its Vandy. 
I like the Nebraska-Colorado game. That's going to be a good That's game. That's going to be a war. Yeah, and it's yeah, a rivalry be... game. It's it, Colorado's out one of those fields. I'm like, wow, that this place is cool. I like, I don't know what's going on here, but my it's cool favorite, My favorite two announcers are on that game, too. Who? Joe Davis and Brock Hewitt. Joe Davis is those, that, a beast. my favorite play-by-play guy and my favorite color Joe guy. Davis, the Dodgers, right? Yeah, yes. he's from Michigan. Of the Dodgers? Yeah, he's from uh, just down the road in Potterville. Yeah, he's a beast. That guy's unreal. Yeah. But, uh, All-state quarterback at Potterville. Really? Yep. Wow. And then dad, dad was the coach. And then at noon, Michigan plays Army at the Big House, which we, me and McCray have been hyped about for a couple of weeks. We're, that that game's going to be on the pitch, and we're going to talk about that line. I'm a little surprised how big that line is. It, it's, eh, I don't know what, what's going on there. And then a weird game alert, another Purdue at Nevada type of thing. Minnesota heads to Fresno State <laughs> at 1030 at night. When, that, that's a loss. When like, did when did the Big Ten sign like a uh, a thing with the Mountain West? I know Minnesota know. played Fresno, so they probably had like a two and one deal. But Min- why? It's ten thirty Eastern, right? Yeah. What's well, nine thirty for Minnesota? Which makes that's, it a, that's a, a bit little different. better. I mean, yeah, did the body clocks a little bit better, but like that game's definitely gonna be on like CBS Sports Network. You're gonna be like, who's on right Just now? Just like, like Purdue was. Yeah, yeah. CBS I, Sports Network. I know. It's, it smells. It just smells like a bad game. I mean, Minnesota didn't look good against South Dakota State, as I already said. That just smells like a loss. And then lastly, 7.30 kick, Michigan State Western. Whoever decided – Big Ten's had to figure out their TV deal. Because this – I hate this. This game should be played at noon. It's stupid that we're playing Western at 7.30. Are there, are there better Big Ten games this week, though? Yeah. Yes. Well, it's not well, even that – Okay, but yeah. it's a Big Ten network game. I, the Michigan Army is the national game. Yes, and so is Ohio and State. And so game. is Ohio State. Those two are always going to get the precedence in the non-conference for for you know a national network over Michigan State. Yeah, but like, I I, I mean, BTN's a national network. Yeah, yeah, but 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 is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think most people have BTN. BTN's hype, dude. I love BTN. Shout out Dave Ruffson. That guy's that guy rules. I love Dave. I have Ruffin. the same sunglasses as him. Whoa. How'd you find that out? He walked by me when the bus was when we were at open practice and the oh, man. bus show yeah, was there, and he okay. said to me. Nice sunglasses, man. You got good taste. I said, you got it, man. Did you give him a high five? Yeah. That's a high five. Yeah. No, I, it was like a little, it was like a fist bump, like a, a side fist bump. That's type such thing. a good story. No, you're like, that's my sunglass, bro. You, you always have that. You're like, hey, Dave, you remember when I saw you at like, yeah. Big Ten? Yeah. He was wearing Burks. Oh. That's, a, Burks that's when you know you made it. That's when you know that's you made it. Move. it that's really, when you know. If Ray-Bans and Burks, there's a little that's flex a, on my Ray-Bans. The Burks yeah. at the football practice is smells of the guy oh who like, has carried the Big Ten Network for like Which 10 years. Which he absolutely has. Yeah, so. he's been fantastic. But I, I don't like that they play at 7.30, but whatever. whatever. I'm getting to the point of the show where I can't talk. <laughs> so, yikes. But uh, Western Michigan preview this week. 7.30, like I said, on BTN. Western Michigan coming off a 48-13 victory over Monmouth. Third-year head coach Tim Lester brings in his third-year starter. Joe, do you know how to say this? I don't want to I think, I think, I think it's Vasink, maybe, with a V. I think it's no, Joe Wasink. Wasink. It's, it's, it's Wasink. It's Wasink. Yeah. It's yeah, Wasink. I just looked at the thing. It's Wasink. Okay. He threw five touchdowns against Monmouth. Monmouth didn't know they had a football team. Knew they were decent at basketball. They did a really cool bunch, Monmouth. People forget that, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um. I mean, last time I looked at this team, I was talking to McCray earlier about this. I mean, there's a lot of guys who are on both rosters who played in this game two years ago when they came to East Lansing. The one name that's not on the roster that Michigan I was about State to should say be this. good, for, happy about Darius is Phillips. Darius Phillips. That dude, 
had a scoop and score and ran a punt back in that, yard, in that yeah, game. Yeah, 100 yard kickoff return. Or it was a kickoff, yeah. yeah. It's like he was the only thing Western had going for him in that game two years ago, and now he's he's gone. No, but, but you look back at that game, Lewerke had that big run for 63 yards. I mean, Wasink, like, could not throw was, the ball. Yeah, it was it was, ev- it was evident that they weren't going to be able to run the ball, so I'm, they were going to have to air it out. I'm pretty sure that was his first start. No, I, second start. Was I, it? First road start. Yeah, no, okay. no, they played – I remember that because they played USC week one and they almost beat USC. I thought they had – I thought their quarterback got hurt. Yes, it was. Wasink. Does it? Yeah. He was not the starter in the USC yeah, game. Yeah, he wasn't starter week one. You guys are correct then. I, I don't <laughs> did, did I get my facts straight, I guess. But, I mean, 11 for 26 for 79 yards is not good. Not good with two interceptions. But – I mean, he's a changed guy. I mean, you went. I think you went twenty for twenty-five with five touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. That's against the Monmouth defense, though, not the yeah, but Michigan State. They're probably a, he was probably buzzing at Waldo. That's a cool yeah. stadium. But uh, I I I see this team. The lines at sixteen right now. I see this team being close in the first half. Do you, do you guys have that same feeling? I, I mean, this they, this game's always close. Every time they play it, it's always a fairly close game within two, maybe three scores. I love when they played at a Western because they they just it, it, I I have it written down here is it's always just a spooky game for Michigan State yeah. where it's you don't feel too comfortable about it going in, and then even when you win, you still don't feel that great about it because you know you typically didn't blow somebody out that you felt you should have. And then, you know, you just let them hang around for longer than they probably should have. I think Western's become Michigan State's new Central. Because yeah. Central, every every couple of years, would give them a really good game. They beat them in 2007. I punched mm-hmm. my wall. Screw you, Colin Neely. But whatever. We move on from that. But uh, I, 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 Western Michigan picked third to finish in the match. So, I mean, Matt's not bad every year. You get, like, a Toledo in Northern Illinois every year who's pretty solid. Western's up playmakers on the perimeter. Levante Bellamy, legit four four speed. I mean, he start he played pretty good actually in the when they played Michigan State last. I mean, a couple of years ago, sixty three yards on Michigan State's defense is pretty good any year. So, it, 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 do you think there's changes to the offense? So, I think that's a big question that everyone's no. There has to be. You have to change eight, eight. something, right? I mean, you you at least maybe show more, just get better on the – you have to get better on the offensive line. Yes. Whatever you do, whether you change some scheme or whatever, you have to get better on the offensive line. Aiden wasn't here when we talked about the Tulsa game, but do you believe that there will be some improvement along this offensive line for next week? I didn't until Mark D'Antonio's presser yesterday. Okay, so your team, Mark. So based on – I mean, I've been to, I can't even tell you how many of Mark D'Antonio's Tuesday pressers. I've never seen him that angry yeah. during a presser before. He was not pleased with the offensive line uh, from their oh, performance against, against Tulsa. He was not pleased with all of the questions he was getting about the offensive line from the media. <laughs> so I think that kind of, you know, alludes to the fact that he is doing his darndest to change something up on that O-line because as mediocre as they were it did look better than last season i can admit that uh, yes they're playing tulsa but i'm you know kevin Jarvis is still going to start next or this week and so is luke campbell jordan reed is still going to start at right oh. tackle uh he He's... is first in the depth chart it's you know it's it's another thing of like if cole Schuins is hurt which he is still with the back injuries then they don't really know what kind of pieces they're going to move around where but it's this they just have to you know kind of just plug and chug at this point 
And I'm still surprised that Devontae Dobbs hasn't made the depth chart. We, we, were, talk, we were talking we're, about that exactly exact topic. Not it, yeah, but like we said, I, we, do you think he's like an answer? I don't. I, I don't think he's necessarily an answer. I don't know if I would say he's an answer, but why not at least give the guy some snaps? Like, yeah, I don't know if they're trying Especially to save new, him yeah. in you know save a few games in the off chance that he redshirts. He's not going to redshirt. I don't. I think don't that'd think be a is? waste. No. I, I think that I think he, he is remember now. you can play in four and still redshirt. I think they would already have played him though to test him. I, I think he might get redshirted. I, I makes no sense why he wouldn't be playing I, I, in these I, games. As far, I mean, as far as last I'm, week was the game to play him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I think my my prediction was that he would start Arizona State. Okay. Was my prediction like from the beginning of the year? Yeah, I, that, okay. That's not based on any kind of knowledge or info I was given. That was just my guess. Joe, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Well, I mean, I, I, th- I, I think you make a good point. I don't really know what the point of redshirting him would be. I get, yeah, he gets another year, but I mean, if he's like as talented as people are making him out to be, if he redshirts and has two good years, he will leave anyway. Plus, right? Because let, he would be allowed to. Am I correct? Yes. Because yeah. he would have spent three years in college, so it wouldn't matter. Let, let's also be real about the timeline of this team. I mean, this is, this is this is this is the They're best shot they have year. to compete at the Big Ten in the next, uh, you know, two maybe three years because yeah. of how good this defense is. Yeah, because yeah, you can't gonna, waste this year. You're not going to be able to look at. You're not going to be able to replace Joe Bocce and Kenny Willekes and Raekwon. You just can't. And David, Mike Payne, David Dowell, Josiah Scott's going to have a decision to make after this season. I think the point that Aiden made is, and what you're saying, I think that press conference was D'Antonio with a sense of urgency, understanding what he has in front of him this year. That it's like, hey, we, we got to Which figure- is a shot. No, you no. Mean, yeah, they've he, got a shot. They, You've got to figure it out this year because you don't know what's going to be in the future. So I, I, I don't have crazy expectations. You guys want to start to pick them? Because yeah. I, I I don't really have like I'm not gonna like lie to you guys about these mid major teams. I'm not gonna act like I watch all Western Michigan, all Tulsa, and that stuff. But I'm just gonna point that out. Western's offense will be a better test. I mean, than anything. Yeah, in Tulsa. I, I think so too. Just Wasik because is way way better than Zach Smith. Yeah, just because I think that Western it's it's an in-state rivalry in a way, especially yes. for them. Just because they look at Michigan State and they say, "Man, I'm probably from this area, and they didn't bother to recruit yep. me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna you know give it my all. I'm gonna try to beat these guys, guys that this 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 coaching staff and this team deemed were better than me." It's a chip on their shoulder kind of game. I will say this: this will be up for drunkest tailgate of the year too, especially a, a night game. Yes, yeah, seven thirty kick against Western. All the people coming oh, yeah. from Kalamazoo. They're they're already it, starting to come. Yeah, it's it, it could they're be. Already here. It, I'm just saying it could be a mess on Saturday. You can hear them already. Yeah, they're, 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 they're <laughs> the at trains Ritz are coming. Yeah, yeah, they're at Ritz already. The Western's on its way. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The Broncos are galloping. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> the stampede. Pick, but, pick them week one. Are you ready? Are pick you ready? week one. Wait, you I, I, wait, 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 wait. Aiden's going to be real excited about this. <gasps> Do we have the... Ooh, you love to hear that. So, pick them week one. Uh, the boys, we did not do well, uh, to say the least. Uh, Joe and Alex, you both went one and five. Not good. Ryan, you wah, went two and wah, four. Wah. I had the I had the best record, and I went three and three. <coughs> what so, did Bach do? Did Bach get his pitch? He, you were not here. wasn't the, here yet. Okay, so, so. game. It's a clean slate for Clean yeah. slate for Eric. Uh, so... Yeah, we got we got to step it up, guys. These these spreads we have this week are pretty tough. Oh, I'm looking yeah, at a couple of these, really are. and these are some some gnarly <laughs> gnarly lines we got. I will say this, I, I said this to them earlier. You weren't here yet. In a lot of good Big Ten games this week compared to the rest of the nation. Good in terms of quality, or good in terms of the lines are good. Not lines. It's like 
I'll watch that. It's just like an appealing game. You get two sort Week of two. decent brands. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start off with Michigan State, Western Michigan, 730 on BTN. Michigan State's laying 16 points. We'll start with McCray. You know, um, are we I'm, are we allowed to pick this, McCray? Are we going to go college game day? We're calling the game. Can't pick the number. I, I think it's pretty clear who we're going to be uh, Herbie, for. what's your, na- what's your <laughs> analyst? You know, I, I've got, uh, I got Western Michigan cover. I don't think they score more than two scores, but uh, give me Michigan State twenty-three to eight. Twenty-three to eight. That's a okay. Number. Okay, let's let's see it, Dandron. Oh, I think I, I do not think Western Michigan will cover. I think that Michigan State. Oh, music stall a little bit. Yeah, don't hey, worry. Hey, I, I figured it out. But I'm gonna go Michigan State sixteen-point favorites. I'm gonna take them by sixteen. I'm gonna go. Take them by 16. Take the Actually, by, I'm, I'm going to take 32-14, Michigan State. Okay, the so offense plays over. a lot better. Dude, we, so that's 18. Taking my taking my numbers, So they man. do cover. Did you yeah, say they they do cover? Yeah, they is cover. That, what? I don't know how this works. 32-14 to 14 is 18 points. Unbelievable. Dandrin. As the music goes out. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, YouTube, how do you not have a loop then? This is tough. We got ads going on right now. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to yeah. talk over the ad for my yeah. for my uh, my pick. I am notorious for never picking Michigan State to cover. You're ex- smart, except yeah. this week. Ooh. I think that D'Antonio's sense of urgency that he had during the press conference was enough to at least light a, a fire under the butts of this offensive line and hopefully the offense as a whole. I think the Spartans cover twenty four to six. I think the defense does a good job of just shutting down. The entire Western offense, and so I picked them to cover by 18, same as Dandron, except I can do the math. Wait, is wow. that well, 32-14? Wait, 32-14 is uh, 18, so. Yes. Carry the one, yeah, 18, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, but, no, God, I sound like an idiot, but, no, but that's still covering by six, so the same, we said the same thing. Yes. Okay, so never mind. Just want to clarify. Yeah, it, you so, said, it sounded Dan, like you were trying to get the line. We need, somebody 16, needs to, though. after the show, explain spreads to Dandron. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, I also am notorious for picking Michigan State to not cover, and today I'm picking them to cover. Wow. By And I said this earlier in the Impact group chat, so I'm held to this. And you can go back and look and read it. Read the group message that I said thirty-one thirteen. So I also have eighteen. Okay. Okay. Michigan State thirty-one thirteen. I think Western gets a a late touchdown on the Michigan State second string defense. A couple of field goals after the offense turns it over a couple times. The MSU offense turns it over. That's one thing we didn't see on Friday, which is good if you're a Michigan State is. No turnovers by the yeah. offense, which you know obviously they have zero margin for error. They do turnovers on down, on down. Okay, though. but that does that really count? count? No, no, but it, it doesn't. It is, it's not. No. It doesn't turn into a you know a huge play for the other team. Yeah. So thirty-one thirteen, Michigan State is what I have. How about this, Michigan State? Any Michigan State game, it's not under nine straight games in a row. So it doesn't matter what the line is. I would just bet the under until they go over. I don't know what the but that defense. You always bet the under. Yeah, honestly, but. I don't. I want to take Michigan State, but sixteen is such a weird number. Like I, I could see Western backdooring pretty late. I like Western to cover here. I do think Michigan State gets back on track a little bit. I could see this being a Michigan State game where they're up like twenty four in the fourth quarter and they kind of lay off the dogs, and Western comes back and is able to cover. But I, 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 I think Michigan State, like Aiden says, has a pretty big response to what D'Antonio said because I mean he basically trying to embarrass the offense in that media. So. 
Mets game, Ohio State versus what, what, Saints. What's, what's your score? What's my score? Uh, hmm. Ooh, he's just not ready. I, I'm not not prepared at all. I would say give me 35 to 21. Actually, no, 24 Guilty. to 10. 24 10. 24 10. 24 10. That's, that's, that's a lot more likely than 35 yeah, 21. Yeah, I was about to say Western's not scoring 21 points. Michigan State ain't getting 35. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, Nets game, Cincy heads to Columbus. Joe Dandron game right here. Massive. Luke Fickle. Since he went 11 and 1 last year. No, they didn't. What? I think, went 10 and, I think they went 10 and. No, they and, went 11 and 1. Beat they went the 11. breaks off of UCLA. In yeah. One. Yep. This team is much better than people give it credit for. And Luke Fickle's doing a really good job there. I think that Cincy covers. You think Cincy covers 16? No, I, I think Cincy, Cincy loses by a score, but it's not going to be that high scoring. Okay. Uh, Ohio, Gives them a fight. Oh, I didn't get a chance to say Ohio State minus 16 and a half favorites. This is, I, I'm just going to say this. It just smells like Ohio State winning by 50. Mm-hmm. By 50. Because they'll be like, it, it, Cincy's, Cincy's going to get a little hype this week. They'll be like, Oh, watch out for Cincy. Oh, and and Justin Fields, this is a stomp on their throats. I do like Lute Fickle. He's done a really good, good job at Cincy. They have a good sophomore quarterback. That Cincy-UCLA game last week was the first game of the week, uh, weekend. It was super sloppy. So I, I, I think Cincy will clean some of that up, but I still like Ohio State to cover there. Bach, what do you think? I also like Ohio State to cover. Um, Not by much, though. Not by um, much. They started off like gangbusters on on Saturday against. They did not FAU, cover last and week, and then like took their foot off the gas, which you know, Ryan Day's now, I guess his second game officially as a head coach. Even though I feel like he was the head coach all of last year, Urban was like a scarecrow or something yeah. in front of the program. But um, Ohio State barely covers with a late score. I think this game is close into the beginning of the fourth quarter. I think since he's a good team, uh, I don't think they cover even a little bit. Uh, I think <laughs> Ohio State sixteen and a half points. I like them big by three scores. I'll yeah. take the Buckeyes to cover. I I I just don't see. What do you see, McCray? I you just know, don't see since he. I'm right there game. with you, Aiden. Uh, this like you said, it sounds like a game where Ohio State's just gonna blow somebody out. It no, it feels like the game on the schedule where you look at, we're like, wow, they'll get tested week two with Cincy. Yeah. They're not bad, and then you just watch the game, you're like, wow. This was not fun to watch. I, I got OSU big in this game. I think that, uh, you know, Luke Fickle coming back is going to be, you know, a, a talking point that people are going to like. And Ryan Day is going to say, no, I'm 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 the better interim head coach here. I'm going to take <laughs> him down. I got Ohio State 48-13. Do we have to say No, we don't no, have to say no, score. It, it was, now, it was just a that, prediction I'm throwing out. Now okay. that Dandron understands how spreads work. Okay. <laughs> Dandron's been thrown under the bus for a second week in a row. We can't have that. Guys are beat manager. Yeah, he wa- he, he walks in completely unprepared. No, he was prepared this week. He can't, he nudged me on the shoulder. He, oh, Dandron's face when he says he no. was prepared was he nudged good. Me, he nudged me on the shoulder this week and goes, hey, man, I'm prepared this week. Just letting you know. Man. That, noon was, a, that noon was a lie. Noon kickoff on it Fox. It was a white lie, yeah, Collins. That, Newton, I was going to say that. I forgot to say Cincy, Ohio State on ABC. Noon kickoff on Fox. Me and McCray, one of our games to watch. Preseason number seven Michigan hosts Army. They're get, laying twenty two and a half. That's a big number. It's interesting because it's like twenty two and a half, and the over is like forty seven. So if like Michigan's covering, they don't assume Army's going to score at all. So that could be a game where you take Michigan and the over in the under, and I don't think you can lose both. But I digress. Hmm. What do you think, Aiden? 
I like Michigan to win this game. I don't. I, I mean, I think Army's a great team, and I think that they could, you know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. They could cause some some troubles for Michigan. I. I look at this receiving core that Michigan has. Is nice. is DPJ coming back this week? I don't or? know. I don't know. Okay. I, they don't really I, need him. They got Tariq Black and Nico Collins for a reason. Yeah. They don't really need. I mean, no, they don't need him. He's a great uh, receiver, and he's going to be yeah. the, the keystone or cornerstone, or you could say keystone for uh, this. <laughs> yeah, for this Michigan receiving core. Uh, I like Michigan big, probably by about twenty, but twenty-two and a half is just too many points. So I'll pick Army to cover. Okay, McCray. You know, I. I saw Army play Rice last week. It was not good. It was, it was not. It, it was it was ugly. Yeah. Um, I think they might have actually been looking ahead to this game. I oh, yes. Great yeah, point. So Great point. I I think they're going to come into this game a lot more prepared. I think it's going to be close. I think uh, Michigan Michigan wins, but maybe by like ten to fourteen points. God, I got to start going first. These guys are taking all my material. So, okay, yeah, go, it, go now then, Bob. Yeah. Go now. That's a, word for word almost what I was going to say. There are not enough possessions in this game for Michigan to win by more than twenty-two and a half points. Okay. Like, if Army score, if Army scores, it's going to be six, seven minutes. Michigan, I don't think right now they have the offensive firepower right now to yeah. to cover this. Um, maybe in three weeks they do, if you know if DPJ gets back um, healthy and they figure some things out with their running backs and the offensive line and Shea's a hundred percent healthy, even though Michigan Twitter will have you think that Dylan McCaffrey's better. Um, I think Michigan wins but does not cover. I I I I've been saying it all summer. I'm gonna stand by what I said. Because after the Army Rice game, I was I, a little paused to like my hot take that this was going to be. I was the exact yeah, same yeah, way. I was, I was like, like mm. I don't know. But I, I believe in Kelvin Hopkins Jr., the quarterback for Army. He's really, really good. I think this team will be really close at half. I could I could even see Army winning at half. But I think Michigan will regroup, probably win by two touchdowns. But 22.5 is a lot of points. It, 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 and 22 and a half is just a weird football number. Yeah. Like, I could see Michigan winning by like 21 pretty easily, but like, I, 22 and a half, like, they're not going to win by 22 or 23. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get that. But if I'm Michigan in this game and if I win the coin toss, I'm receiving taking the, ball. the ball. I'm taking the oh ball right away. Yes. You need to get ahead against this Army team. You absolutely have to. <laughs> I think that uh, Michigan will, I think Michigan will cover. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna take Michigan because I think everybody's looking at Army and saying, "Oh, well, yeah, you know, Army." Yeah, that's a, it yeah, That's it's and true. It's, and it's just you get the feel where it's just like, dude, it's a, they beat Rice fourteen to seven. It's a weirdly. It's not bit, that hard. They're not. They they're gonna get blown out. It's I a, think Michigan's. I think Michigan will kill them. Sorry, I was trying to cut you off for like eight times. No, it's okay. But, but you're right. It's one of those lines where like this is way too big, and then Michigan's up twenty eight to nothing in the first seven minutes, like Ohio State was against FAU last week. Moving on, talk about this in Boulder. Nebraska comes into town, old rivalry, old Big 8 game right there. Lane 4, 330 on Fox. I think the Cornhuskers rebound. I actually like this line a lot. This is one of my favorite lines of the weekend. I like Nebraska actually pretty substantially. I don't I don't think Colorado's that good. Even though I do like Mel Tucker Jr., that was a good hire. Corn Donuts. Okay, bot. bot. Oh, uh, yeah. So you can take uh, I, so You're my telling material you doesn't get, get stolen. Um, you sound like a like a stand up comedian. What material? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, um, kidding. I'm kidding. Just the last game, McCray said exactly what I was going to say. So yeah, we can't. I got you. Um, I got you. So I again, you stole what I was going to say this time. Okay. I like Nebraska 
by 10-ish on the road. Okay. So Nebraska covers in my mind. Joe. I'm going to go Nebraska covering as well, even though it's on the run at Colorado. Shout out. Got a good friend who goes to UC Boulder, but not yeah. gonna not gonna pick the shout out my Buffaloes. friends in Lincoln. Man, you hear that? What? It's the dogs. Ro- yeah, the home, home dogs. The home dogs are barking. I'm taking Colorado outright. I, yeah, I think Scott I Frost, Adrian Martinez get embarrassed this week, and I think Colorado. Mel Tut- beats I him. like Mel Tucker Jr. as a coach. Yep. They had a really strong statement against Colorado State Week One. I know Colorado State is not as good as they usually are, but still, I like Mel Tucker Jr. as their coach. I like him outright. You know, I want I wanted to agree with with Ryan, with Eric, and with Joe, but I think I got to side with Aiden here. Smart man. You know, as much as I think Nebraska, I I love the Scott Frost hire. I just um I can't buy in on year two just yet. I just can't do it. I think I think this road game is going to be a real test for this team. And you know what? I think Colorado actually comes out on top. Okay, I I, I don't hate the pick and. I'm a classic home dog guy, and there's a game, our last game here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the home dogs. Oh boy! I, I love that line though. Four points. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. That's it's a, good a line. suck. It's a real sucker line. And, and don't forget this. Um, the, uh, the wideout. I can't pronounce his name. I'm not gonna try to butcher it. But Colorado has a wideout who is a almost surefire first round pick. The guy's insane. Like I said, he's got a. An, an, a a yeah. name I can't really pronounce, so I'm not even going to try to butcher it. But he's a he's a great wideout. Okay, another 3:30 kit this time on ABC. Clemson minus 17 against Texas A&M. That line's kind of been moving all day, but number 12 Texas A&M getting 17 points and 3:30 in Death Valley. What do you guys think? I I, I I'm not going to spoil my pick, but Aiden, you go first. We, we haven't yeah, heard you. Yeah, it's about time he goes first. Yeah, yeah really. So I, I already wrote mine down, actually, on uh, on our little spreadsheet we got. So I I loved Texas A&M last year. Travion Williams was, I think, my favorite player yes. in all of college football Very last underrated. year. I think he's going to be a great addition to the Bengals uh, running back system they got going on. I think he's going to back up Joe Mixon very well and Giovanni Bernard. Um, I I wrote him down. I'm going to pick A&M to cover. I like Clemson to win, I think, by 16. I think, that what, doesn't the, make any what's sense. The line? Oh, what's the line? I have it at 17. 17 and a half. It's yeah. 17. It says 17 and a half, but on Bovada right now, it's 17. Yeah, that so, line yeah, goes, yeah. Clemson to win, so I pick A&M to cover. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So it does make sense. 100%. Yeah, but that's like, like I said a lot last year, that's like Chris Berman numbers. No one wins football games by 16 points. Oh, we did that all the time. I remember we used to just pick teams would score like, Turk would like be five, like, like five points just Turk to, would be like just 23 to, to five. Col- I'm like, I, like what is this? And it was great. Um, I think Callan Mond really impressed me last week. So I like really? Texas A&M to at least. He had a good game. Didn't, I guess. Did he not? Yeah. I, I mean. I might j- be thinking of Joe Burr. Uh, no, Callan, Callan Mond did have a good no, game he, last week. I mean, um, I, so I'm yeah, not... I, I like the Aggies to cover. I like Clemson still to win handily. But 17 and a half is just, just enough for me to have Texas A&M to cover. Another Callan Mond believer, Joe Dandron. I'm I'm assuming you're taking Texas A&M here, right? You gotta, you gotta, oh, okay. You gotta. God. Let's go, okay. Jimbo. Do you guys, Jimbo Fisher, do you guys, I don't, I, I don't hate Clemson? the I, but hey, Texas A&M be, should have beat them last year. If you really looked at that yeah, game, then that year, was, and that, that was, was yeah, when no, Kelly Bryant know, was the quarterback, and that was game of the year last year. That was a great game. That was a great game. So I'm bought over here. So Clemson bid, yeah, bid Clemson oh. by four tutties. Okay, I. I, I like Texas A&M this week. I'm taking the bait. I I just... Oh, my I, God. I'm going to be alone here, and this is what's going to get me yeah, the win. Oh, yeah, McCray's with yeah. me. All right. <laughs> I will just say this. 
I, I, Jimbo Fisher is a great coach. And if yeah. he gives you, if you give him yeah. some sort of talent, this team will be like somewhat close. He was a great coach when he had James Winston. He was a good, he was a great coach at Florida State. Crab legs. Crab legs. Shut up. He, James Winston, not a great guy. Did you guys not, have you ever not, have you seen Clemson play? I've seen Clemson play and I'm not. They're unbelievable. As, they're unbelievable. But if this team was at night, I would. It's a weird three thirty kick. You would expect this Trevor game to Lawrence, be at night. Trevor Lawrence was bad last week. He's going to be so much better this week. Travis Etienne, monster. I, I, I just, I think Jimbo, the Jimbo factor in this game, and the fact that he's been to Death Valley a million times. I, I, I like Texas A and M to cover seventeen. Doesn't matter to me. Last week I was a sucker. I picked Georgia Tech to cover against Clemson. Oh. I'm never picking anybody to cover against Clemson again. Yeah, I am good. picking that, Clemson to win big time in this game. That yes. line I've got Clemson dropping my guy, 40 McCray. points. At least 40, 40, 45 points. No way. That was a bad beat. It it was. Yeah. Thirty eight point went on a thirty seven point line. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad beat. No way that Texas A and M covers. Okay. Not a chance. Okay. No, nope, I'm, I'm with you. It's my lock of the week right there. Ooh. Okay. I. I. Okay. I. Okay. I guess. But uh, and my favorite game. Looking in forward to the season. You know, like one of those games. Like last week, Utah BYU. I saw someone tweet this. Great uniform game. Texas hosting LSU is going to be an all-time uniform game. Cool. You're going to be like, wow. Just a this clean is, uniform. You're going to look at the TV and you're like, wow, Chris Fowler's going to be on the mic. and you got No, her. he's not. No, he's not. Reese Davis is going to be on the mic. Chris Fowler's I do U.S. Open. the U.S. Open but still, you got Her Reese this her, week. Yeah, you got Herbie, whatever. Herbie's good enough. But it's going to be like, wow, this is classic college football right here. Good enough. I know. You put, put some respect on Kirk Herbstreit's name. No, Herbie. Yeah, Herbie's the man. Herbie Her- basically. Herbie, Herbie's one of the best color guys. In yes, uh, thank, Herbie, you, thank you. Herbie literally saves Lee Corso every college game day oh to make God. him even bearable. It's unbelievable it's what true. he does every. It's, it's so true. Yeah, you like you feel for Corso, but you see Herbie going on his way. You're like, no. But what's Her- going to happen? It's, like the, it's like he's taking care. It's like Lee Corso's like the it's really like, old father. And yeah, he's yeah. Watch what will happen to game day when Corso finally Dies. goes? Yeah, I, don't know. I mean somebody, somebody <laughs> else has got to. Everybody whoa. else can put Everyone the hat dies. on. Lou Holtz, no, please, no. that would He'll be so be much before. worse. Yeah. People would riot. I don't know. I think you just get rid of the headgear. It's still no. Un- it's still unbelievable. Is... Yeah, but you can't have someone else do the headgear. You, I, 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 can't... I, I kind of agree with Collins here. I'm you not can't lie. like that's Corso's thing. Unless you're a four point favorite against Texas. Yeah, yeah. Let's dip back. Let's say six and a half. Four or six? No, it's six and a half. It's six and a half. I saw four bottom. earlier. That's a six and a half. That's, that's a, a completely different LSU. line. Yeah, it it's on Bovada. It was on. Yeah, on Bovada. Six and a half. LSU was Lane at Austin. I don't get this line literally at all. Give me Texas. They're barking this week. The home dogs are barking. I love, love LSU this week. There, I, I, I guess there's Texas a lot of, or LSU. I love Texas. Oh, you said LSU. You said LSU. Yeah. You like Texas? Jeez. Though. You like the horns? The horns. I hook can't em. believe it. Did. Yeah, hook them. Hook them. Hook them. Let's go, Texas. They're they're winning outright. Like there's no way LSU wins this game. Zero chance. Do, do people not? It's like. No, LSU's not winning this game. Do right? people not watch LSU? No. no, no, I'm saying, I'm not talking about last week. I don't care about yeah. last week. LSU is, is not built to win this game. Never. Never. Like, ever since they had, like, Jordan Jefferson, and they could just, <laughs> what he name. was their quarterback, and they could just maul people defensively. Yeah. And back when Alabama, when they beat Alabama, because Alabama didn't 
play yeah. offense. Yeah. But and didn't have kickers. Texas Texas outright for me in this one. Love Texas this week. All right. Bebo's so, gonna chase after Mike the Tiger. Also. A, a, as Sam Ellinger said, Texas is back. They win this one and they win it by two scores. Ooh. This two line just... scores. Because I think I think uh LSU LSU isn't going to be able to consistently keep up with the scoring of Texas. I think the Big 12 offenses that Texas is used to going to run all over LSU. LSU has a great defense, don't get me wrong, but their offense, I have I have essentially no faith in Joe Burrow to win a big game. I I can't believe this line's real. It's crazy. It, it's huge. It's yeah. huge. I, I I pick Texas outright for sure. Okay, let's see it, Dandron. Oh, LSU. You like go that? Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah. I'm just, go all, guy. Everyone, I'm just everyone's going... Cocho guys. We're all Cocho Well, yeah, guys. I love Cocho. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, was... I'm, I'm going to pick LSU because I just, I don't know, it just that feels right. Ridiculous. I just feel right. <laughs> Joe Burrow also, hey, my guy. Former Ohio State guy. Yeah, okay. pretty much. That was, okay. that was a sympathy pick for Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to, just for the, and just also, to go against just, the grain. And yeah. to represent fellow Joes. Yeah. Yes. Representing Joes all over the nation. So when when this was a four point line, it was an easy pick for me. Yeah, and then it got moved to six and a half, and I'm like, eh. it's been at six and a half all day. I don't know. I saw at Bovada, at four on Bovada. Yeah, six and a half on Bovada. Anyway, I can, I'm not going back on it. Joe Burrow threw for 278 yards and five tutties last week. I mm-hmm. give me LSU by seven. They win by one score, and that's enough for them to cover with the win. I, I Texas just, is back, folks. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I picked Texas to go to the college football playoffs, so, you they, did. Better, so they better win. Yeah, I I just, this crowd is going to be, it's going to be like when they played Notre Dame a couple of years ago. It's just going to be electric. It's two oh, yeah. huge brands. I mean, there's going to be a lot of LSU fans there because it's not that far of a drive. It's like three or four hours, maybe yeah. a little bit more. That, that's struggle. sneaky geography there. Yeah. Baton Rouge to Austin. Yeah, it's not that far. You know what I absolutely love, too? It's not a neutral site game. They aren't oh, having it at play the Jerry it on Dome. Campus. They're LSU's... playing it in Austin. I love it. LSU's the only team in the SEC who does stuff like this. Yeah, Saban would never. No. I mean, they canceled the Michigan State yeah. home and home. That would have been fun. Michigan State Lame. losing by like 80. Kirby Smart Alabama. did. Kirby Smart did with Notre Dame. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia's done that too, but SEC usually don't go past the Mason Dixon line. But those are our five. Like, what is that? Sits? Do we have sits pits now? I thought we were gonna do six. a wild card. Pick. Yeah, we're doing six. a wild card pick. That's what I was gonna bring up. Now we're gonna pick any game on the board that we like personally. It could be the same thing, but mm-hmm. it's it's double the points. Do we like the game or do we like the line? The line. The, the line. Okay. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Syracuse going to Maryland. Everyone has jumped on the Maryland hype train after they put 79 on Howard, which is the equivalent of the Coldwater Cardinal JV football team, <laughs> proudly coached by my father, David Bach. Shout out, David. Um, he might They might have been able to stop. They might have been able to give up less than 79 to Maryland. Maryland's uh, a two-point favorite against Syracuse. I like Syracuse to win that one outright. That's my I like that pick a lot. That's my wild card. I like that of pick the a week lot. Because people are jumping on the Maryland train. I don't know why. Yeah, I like that pick. I like that right. pick. I'm I'm going last, so you guys you guys gotta figure it out. Yeah, okay. Do you want me to go? Yeah. I, I really like Miami this week against North Carolina. I think I believe they're minus four. I'm looking at right now. Not prepared as always. Where are this? No, they're minus four, and I, I just think Miami's better than UNC. I think that South Carolina-UNC game last week, Matt Brown dancing was electric. 
But South Carolina and Jake Bentley basically gave them that game. And Jake and Bentley got hurt. Yeah, Will Muschamp stinks at coaching. Yeah. That guy's not a good coach. I don't know how he got another job. But I like Miami this week. I like Manny Diaz to bounce back. I like the freshman quarterback. I like, I, I'm like. i a big Manny Diaz guy, if you can't tell. And I'm a big U guy. I like Miami to kind of blow out North Carolina this week. Kind of slow down the hype on the Mac Brown there. I love Mac Brown. I love back Ma- in college football is great. Yeah, I love Mac Sorry, Brown. Sorry, Joe. Also, okay, speaking of Mac Brown... I wish I would have thought of that for the best thing of the weekend because his post-game interview when he started, I think he started oh, crying. It was, it was, so it was beautiful. It was, no, it, was, it was so fake. It, no, it was not it, fake. That was, that that was, was as genuine as anyone has ever been. And for him to come Lies. back to the Don't UNC too. Don't you dare too, disrespect Mac Brown. Yeah, it, that was awesome. But I'm gonna. you want me to go now, Collins? Yeah, go ahead. So, hey, I'm going to go USC minus one versus Stanford. Jeez. I'm going to pick uh, – You US... like USC that losing JT Daniels starting quarterback for the rest Stanford of the year. Stanford stinks, dude. Yeah, but – K.J. Costello might not play next Exactly. Game. That's why. K. Clay Helton, bad, nice guy, bad coach. They both stink. Those yeah. are two bad teams. By the way, checking back in on my pick, they play at UNC. I still like Miami to cover. UNC kind of has a weird crowd where no one ever goes to the games. Aiden, who do you like? Still looking? Do you want me to go to McCray? Uh, I'm – I'm, I've been bouncing back and forth between I'll two all McCray. day. Cause, no, I, I, can, I can say it because I know McCray really wants to go last. I <laughs> saw this line earlier and thought it was absolutely atrocious. It was Tennessee were one-point favorites against BYU at you, home. You like BYU? No. Oh, my gosh, no. One point for, for Tennessee in Knoxville. I know they they you know pooped the bed last yeah, week. It but, was not good. But also, BYU, you all of you thought that they were going to cover against Utah, and they got absolutely spanked. Yeah, but if you watch that game, their quarterback had no time. And, like, they have a good quarterback. Their quarterback is good. The holy war. This sounds a lot like Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I'll, I'm going to stick with that. I think the line's at, like, three and a half now. But I saw it at one. Can we keep it at one? Yeah, we'll keep it at one. Cool. I'll take Tennessee one-point favorites. I, I have them winning bigger than one you, point. You guys are, both of you, really going out on a limb taking the one-point favorites. I just yeah. thought that it was that's, an that's atrocious right line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, just thought it was an interesting out. game because McRae mentioned to me that Costello might not be playing. Yeah. And when I knew that Daniels was out for the year, I thought that was, I think it could be an interesting one. I'm going to mention my second pick after McRae. Okay. With What's all? all right. So mine, kind of, kind of weird, but we already alluded yeah. to it a little bit. South Carolina is getting 40 and a half points against <laughs> Charleston Southern I with don't... Jake Bentley out. Dude, I, I don't see that McCray, happening. I will text you on Saturday and show you my Bovada account when I bet that game. Yeah. Because I'm betting on it. Like, That's a great pick. Great like, I'm telling you right you're now. You're taking Charleston Southern, right? Easy. Okay. Oh, my easy. God. Yeah. Charleston Southern. Are you sure? No. I, I, I'd take South Carolina by 28. I'd take South Carolina by 31, not by 40 and a half. Money in the Chrome. Shout out Rico Basto. Go ahead. My backup was UCF for seven and a half point favorites against Florida Atlantic. What? Seven Six. and a half. UCF. You like that? Yeah. I think they moved it. I think they've moved to ten and a half. It's ten and a half, yeah. So it was seven and a half. I would have taken it, but it moved to ten and a half. So I like, kinda like uh, FAU. I kinda like oh, FAU I don't. this way. I I'm not a big Brandon Wimbush believer. But I mean, they got a good coach. They got a good thing going at UCF. I, I am the opposite of a Brandon Wimbush believer. Yes, yeah, I, I, you did you listen to the Spartan Red Zone last year? How often yeah. I was just talking. Like, I apologize to Brandon Wimbush. I'm sure he's a great guy, but I was Ian, he's, Ian he's Book stunned. truther from week one. And, Ian Book also did not look good this week. Do you either. guys, no. speaking of the way Ian Book looks, do you guys know who the actor Javier Bardem is? Yeah. Yes, he was a younger version. Ian Book is a young Javier Bardem. I'm gonna have to look at that. Next I can week. see it. 
How about Ian Book's drilling that cheerleader oh, head? Funny. That was hilarious. That was that was that cool. was pretty funny. Yeah, we and didn't that, talk about Notre Dame at all. Yeah, well, they Louisville put up a fight. I yeah, loved it. Yeah, well, New they, coach. Louis, they have a good coach. The Appalachian State guy is a good coach, and uh, I Louisville's is better than they were last year. Oh and, my god! And yeah. it was a good environment, but I, I I'm not Notre Dame is just one of those teams I'm not going to judge on week one. And their quarterback, Louisville's quarterback, did not play well at Five all. Five fumbles. I was furious at this guy. They couldn't handle a bench center. Him. Yeah, it was. It was no. Don't bench him. Get him out of there. He had a sweet name. It was like Dewan Ball. It was awesome. Juwan Pass. Juwan Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Dewan Ball. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah. 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 Juwan <laughs> Pass. What a sick name. But other other than that, I don't think there's anything else we need to touch on. Good episode this week. Maybe Aiden shows up a little bit earlier this week. I was. Well, you where, know, where, where were you? So I was at a semester planning meeting. Oh, for RA? No, I'm not in oh, RA yeah, anymore. Yeah, I need to forget you're not in RA anymore. Yeah, Sorry. So uh, for uh, a group that I am okay, a part of. I gotcha. So we were playing our entire semester. That so sounds was, awful. It, but we're going to be very happy with that in the next few yeah. weeks. And we're like, oh, hey, we have everything planned already. Cool. Yeah, you're right. I, uh, unlike this show when we're unprepared until the last day. But hey. Thank you for listening. Sorry, that was that, that was a very awkward move by me right there. For Ryan Collins, Alex McRae, Joe Dandron, Aiden Hunt, Eric Bach, thank you for listening to SRZ. Follow us this weekend as you got people covering the game. Are all four of you guys going to be at the game this weekend? Yes, yep. we will. Oh, yeah. Sir. And oh, yeah. local radio, follow WDBM 89FM to listen live. You're calling the game this week, Eric? Me and McRae. Yep. Here we McRae go. McRae on, on color, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Herbie it's, right there. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Okay. Tune in for some fun stuff. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. You have been listening to Spartan Red Zone, a production of Impact 89 FM. For more Michigan State sports news, visit impact89fm.org slash sports.